Welcome back, everybody, to the Prisoner Podcast for Episode 3. My name is John, and I'm joined by... Yvonne. <laughs> How you doing, guys? <laughs> My partner in crime, so to speak. <laughs> Behind the bars. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to be talking about Episode 3. Um, but before we get into that, obviously, we mentioned, I think, halfway through episode two which was our last episode mm-hmm. obviously being this one being episode three that uh we have a instagram account which is do you want to yeah it's it the underscore prisoner underscore podcast now i'm sure if you just type the prisoner prisoner podcast had to work too um and nice. it will say by yvonne and john or by john and yvonne and you'll see the bars you'll, you'll see, see the, the bars the- and you yeah, and what I'm aiming to do is put up um, images from the episodes, not just your standard Google image ones that we've all seen forever, but like some some better insight ones. So hopefully you enjoy it as much as we do. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, so you're out with the Polaroid camera every night? Oh, yeah. I'm skulking around the joint. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, um, fantastic. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so, so I, I, that's, I guess, going to be hopefully where uh, listeners can uh, chime in and yes. uh, maybe direct message us or uh, leave a comment on any of our particular posts and so forth. Maybe they've got some questions that, you know, that um, um, that we can get Yvonne to answer. And, um, yeah, that'd be excellent. I love it. Like, yeah, anything, you like drop a comment, we can have a convo, feedback. Yeah, they might, they might just say, oh, guys, 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 stop. we want more or stop it. <laughs> I can't we believe you're more. still doing this <laughs> at episode three. <laughs> Very cool. Cool, cool, cool. So um, so episode three, so this mm-hmm. actually viewed on on all throughout Australia for the first time on Tuesday the 28th of February 1979. Um, the, the other thing, one of the things that we haven't mentioned, and this is, before we get into the synopsis of three, is like obviously where the uh, where Wentworth actually is. So the Channel Ten Studios at the time, and I don't know if they're still out there, but it was in the sub the what do you call it the southeastern suburbs of uh, Nunawading, and the building was exactly as you see it. Like we see a lot of like in the garden, in the driveway. Um, and so forth. It was definitely shot on location. Um, and I'm pretty sure, I, I'm not sure if the building is still there. I, I'd be, I'd be surprised if it's, if it has been torn down or perhaps it's, yeah. um, you know, they've, they've built bigger and better studios or something like that. But um, um, I'm pretty sure that at some stage I had sort of driven past it and someone said, Oh, that's where they, that's where they do all the uh, TV shows. And then you see, you know, obviously what you see, which is, um, which is Wentworth. So that was actually, um, yeah, in the southeast suburbs of Melbourne, as I said, not a wadding. So always good to um, yeah. come up with little bits of uh, information. Yeah, but um, anyhow, so we're here to discuss episode three. Now, I know this is a, a real, a, a possibly one of your favourite of the episodes that we've seen so far. Um, <laughs> yep. But just by means of a quick synopsis. Uh, so 
we know that um, obviously with B gone, we, we we do know in the background, obviously from episode two, that she's killed her old man, as they as they call yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah, is it funny? We when we say old man, we sort of refer to our father, but yeah, the old man was obviously also the husband as well. <laughs> Well, remember was, when, like, even yeah. even earlier than that, they used to call themselves mother and father, <laughs> husband and wife. Oh, God. That's yeah, disgusting. It's, it's enough to turn you off marriage. <laughs> 100%. So anyhow, with Be Gone, Frankie makes a play for Top Dog inside the prison. Um, Marty, this is Meg and Bill's uh, 16-year-old son, comes to visit and speaks to Meg and agrees to go to Frankston for a swim. Now, who the hell would go to Frankston for a swim? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you picked up on that. For so a for dip, those, I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm probably twenty minutes away from Frankston, um, uh, and Frankston has cleaned itself up. It's still kind of. Um, it's one of those sorts of uh, Bayside sort of suburbs where um, there is a really bad element. And then you've got Oliver's Hill, which is where you'd have some million-dollar properties overlooking the uh, Port Phillip Bay. So, um, but definitely in those times, it was pretty rough and tough. Uh, and yeah. I wouldn't have necessarily thought that Frankston was necessarily a the safest place to go. Nor would it be a, <laughs> you know, I don't know, a place where you would you know take your kids to swim. Unless you were no. a, you know, there are plenty of other beaches, Mentone, Torquay, um, yep. et cetera, et cetera. Where would you have gone quickly after work? Just say they were based, well, let's say they were based in Nunawading. Where would you go? Mentone. What else is around there? Is How far is Chelsea from there? Isn't uh, so, that close? It's well, close Ch- to where you are. Yeah, Chelsea is only um, 10 or 15 minutes. No, why wouldn't from- you go there? <laughs> Exactly. exactly. But but Frankston is kind of like the end of the train line um, yes. before you start going V line out to, you know, I think Hastings and a couple of those yeah, sorts of places. Yeah. And yep. um, it kind of is the end of the line. So I guess in a way it is kind of the, uh, you know, maybe the end sort of destination. Um, but certainly uh, Frankston is a rather, uh, how would you say, um, it was an interesting choice. It was an interesting choice for uh, <laughs> to have a, to have a quick swim after work. Um, anyhow, what what else is happening inside the prison? Frankie pushes her weight around in the laundry, especially with Karen Travis. And we mentioned before, obviously, you know, I think we both have this sort of feeling that perhaps you know th- there are two reasons why you would bully someone: you either hate them or you would. Um, it's your way of uh, strangely showing affection and. Uh, getting attention and uh, we often see that in uh, as the sort of thing in uh, I don't know primary schools and and so forth uh, around the nation Um, meanwhile Marilyn orchestrates a plan to see Eddie by manipulating the electrical switch box Um, B returns to Wentworth and it's on for young and old with Frankie and that is a real pivotal moment literally is on for young and old Frankie starts a riot, which has some <laughs> dire consequences involving both Meg and Bill. And Marilyn and Eddie rewire themselves in the roof whilst Rosie's baby is about to be born. Fuck the flying. 
<laughs> a lot happens in this episode. Um, one thing I liked about it is um, even though a lot happens, they're all very short scenes, uh, which I particularly like because I have a short attention span, as you well know. Um, so it's just like um, bit after bit and then it keeps switching back. I, I found it quite good. I really like the continuity of that. I don't know if that's the correct word, but um, I enjoyed it. So like, as you said, it opened up with the recap of B who'd shot her husband in revenge. Um, and then you've got like, you know, Lynn's continuing her fast for some, you know, action on her innocence because she just seems to be in there, the poor thing suffering. Um, then we immediately open up into breakfast and there's a sit-in, <laughs> like a better, I like a better word. Um, this isn't just, it's weird. It's um, so this it's like a movement, right? Where I, what I took from it was they're all sitting there, the bell rings to finish breakfast and no one moves because Frankie's eyeballing them all. And the whole thing is they don't move until what the officers come in and go, what's going on? And then so, sort of like um, Erica, Erica even gets notified, the governor, who's, by the way, wearing the same green outfit from episode one and two, which is fantastic. First of all, yes, we do wear the same outfits like this. You know, when you see TV series and there's a different outfit every day, oh, come on. Like what, you're not washing clothes. Also, it's a bit like it's a little bit of a uniform, but also it shows that it could be the same day. Like you just don't know. It's just so crazy in there. Um, so she has to kind of sort it out with, um, I think Vera has to sort of say, get them moving. She's got the laundry there. So you, so, yeah, so, so maybe, she, right. maybe she stayed overnight and, uh, you know, she had the late shift. Yes. So then she had uh, some you know, some of the prisoners sort of repress her clothes yep, yep, on the yep, yep. steam press. For sure. Yeah, she <laughs> slept under a desk that night because she had a lot of paperwork um, processing the girls. Um, yes. <laughs> so I took it as the other girls, I don't look happy about it, but they have to remain silent until Frankie sort of like, you know, tells them they can move which is sort of like her proving she's top dog right and she's doing it through threats and that kind of thing um and so they all like eventually get up and you know walk out and then that's the scene right you're like oh here we go bloody frankie and then and um uh i don't know if you want to continue on with frankie maybe we should do this one in chronological order it'll make more sense sure. um then it because it's all in short scenes then it flicks to chrissy who's like english right she's got an she's english She's got this huge hair that's really bouncy. And she's in the counselor's office, Bill Jackson. And she's she's talking to him, being a bit like flirty and stuff. And you sort of go, oh, yeah, here he goes, another Marilyn. But then makes out with him and he does not rebuff her. In fact, he holds her arms. So he's clearly having an affair with her. Complete turd. I was right, Bill Turd Jackson. I was right all a bloody long and I knew that turtleneck wasn't right. Scumbag. He's probably hiding hickeys. Ugh. Um, he, so did, this is happening. Did he actually oh. kiss her? Yeah, so well, she goes right in and lunges yes. into this big pash and he holds still and then puts his arms around her, around her and then and then, like, sort of indicates with the dialogue that there's something going on, and like, oh, Meg, you know, Chrissy, you know. For for me, Meg is very a you know, the, uh, the you know someone that goes to church that has breakfast at seven o'clock every morning, and you know <laughs> has meat has meat and veg at the six o'clock thing. every night. You know, she is like yep. like clockwork. Um, yeah. 
you know, a little yep. bit plain Jane, you know, probably just like she had the steak and veg or steak and milk or fish and milk or something like that, whatever was the, <laughs> the thing of the day. <laughs> Boiled veggies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the side. you nearly threw up then didn't you i know yeah because it reminded (laughs) me of like when i grew up um and i just sometimes the 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 stench of silverside is something that gets my parents going but i just cannot it just It's, it's Brussels sprouts and everything like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I you're, you're right because I wrote under that, even though I absolutely am so angry with Bill, I wrote under it, Meg is hopeless. I just wrote those three words. Yeah. Meg is utterly hopeless and her haircut says it all. Yeah. Um, I, I often, um, it made me think a little bit about Bill because, you know, with the way that we've just described Meg, there's not really a great lot of excitement around her. So he is definitely, you know, I don't think he's necessarily wanting to be uh, adulterous. I I, I think, yeah, yeah, I don't think he's that way, but he's certainly, you know, very fond of the affection that he gets from uh, women that have a little bit more jive about them, shall we say? Bit of edge. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um yeah, and he's certainly not going to spur any of those advances. And if he, if they happen to somehow mysteriously yeah. fall into up, his lap, as yeah, and all that sort of thing, then um, yep. then maybe that is the case. One one thing that I that you do sort of see is that um, outside of his um, obviously there, there's the um, uh, the chairs outside, but he has got the biggest window. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I know you've a better got, office than I, I, I know you've got sort of like a um, uh, like a potato, curtains. yeah, like a potato sack sort of curtain, like Hessian, yeah, Hessian, that's it, yes, transparent mustard, like drape, yes, but you could still see that sort of stuff, of course, you could. And then, of course, uh, I think it is, is it, um, is it Dr. Michael or is it Meg that sort of comes in? He goes, Well. You just, uh, you know, you just hurry along. <laughs> you just hurry along, blah, blah, blah. And she's yeah. like none the wiser for it. That's why um, I wrote Meg is hopeless. I'm like, are you kidding right now? First of all, lock your door, you scummer. But you know what I was thinking? I know she comes off very bland and well-to-do, but he also comes off as such a drip. Like, <laughs> uh, from day, like, I want you to stay home and just make me fucking eggs. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's just he's awful. No wonder she wants nothing to do with him. God. And he's all like, oh, some lovely lady. Chrissy doesn't like him. Chrissy wants, you know. Action. Benefits. Yeah, she wants action. She wants some benefits from him. Like, look at him. Oh. Like, you know what? I couldn't even put him on Instagram. I will. I'll put him on Instagram, but I've had a hard time doing it because he's so rotten. (laughs) Sorry you've triggered me, mate. Um, But you're right. Like, it's hard. And. Meg does have that sort of voice too, where it's always a little bit naggy. She has that very high, but but Bill, that kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, shut up. He's our son, Bill. He's our son. Like, yeah, and she comes in, right, and just has no idea. And she's sort of like comes in to say, why are you fobbing off our son? He wants to talk to us, Bill. You know what I mean? And she's trying to convince him to leave work at four which is normal leaving time. He's like, oh, but I've got a lot of work to do. And she's like, but it's it's our son, you know, and he's like, fine. He's got lectures. You know, I'll leave he? So early. He, he must have, was it, is it lectures? And so he must be doing maybe some sort of 
lecturing. Yeah, he's on the lecture circuit doing something. Who knows? But you know what annoys me? It's like if a 16-year-old, if your 16-year-old child literally, like actually reaches out to you on their own accord to say, I need to have a talk to you, I wouldn't even go into work. I'd be like, yep, now, let's do it now. Do you want to do it now? I'd ring work and go, no, I've got I've got fam- up yours. Oh, I can't make it. Get out. Like if you if your child has the ability to do that, don't you think that's fantastic? Like Absolutely. don't you think you've been encouraging your child to like speak to you and then as soon as he does, as a counsellor for crying out loud, yeah, I'm busy, what, hanging out with some bird on the inside, some <laughs> jailbird. <laughs> God, he makes me sick. I'm sorry, everyone. I know I'm ranting. Um, he'll get his. Yeah, so he'll get his. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's all happening and Meg's, Meg's at him for, you know, we've got to listen to the sun and all that. And then that's the end of that scene. And then it switches to Lynn Hamilton, who's still fasting, trying to gain, um, garner some attention and help to try to, I don't know, get some help to prove her innocence. So she goes out in the garden. She's looking very forlorn because the garden's crushed, right? Because Frankie destroyed it. And she picks up this rose and she's looking at the crushed rose. And this is when we hear the theme the song for Prisoner on the inside, sung by, um, performed by Lynn Hamilton. Um, and John actually has the Alpine. I'm so impressed with that. And it's called <laughs> On the Inside and it starts with, I'll just sing you a couple of bars, hey? He used to give me roses. I wish he could again. Anyway, I won't keep going, but honestly, no, one of the greatest going. songs ever, right, John? <laughs> but that was on the outside and things were different then. On the outside. Yeah, anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be my ringtone, guys. It's amazing. Like, it's a fantastic song. And I think she does a film clip to it and they film her in the prison with like the prison outfit on it. Some like, it's amazing. So if you go on, you YouTube, on YouTube, there, there, yes. there is, there is that clip. There's also where she's on top of the pops over in, over in the UK doing it. Um, Man, the UK is the best for this kind of thing. And, and there's another one where she's I think, walking through a, like a garden. <laughs> yes. And you know what's, yeah. And you know, what's funny about that? Because this, um, you hear the theme song, it starts playing and, you know, Lynn's there looking at the garden and then it it goes to mum who's out, right? She's staying in her own room. She's um, severed ties with her daughter who actually severed ties with her and she's wandering through a public garden just like obviously, you know, because garden and flowers is what makes her, you know, she enjoys that. So she's wandering around and, um, you know, some little boy kicks a ball and it comes up to her and she picks it up. She goes, is this your ball? And his mum comes over and wrenches the, kid away, wrenches the kid away from her and goes, don't you know we don't talk to strangers? And I'm saying, mate, yes, we did back then, especially to old ladies. We loved old ladies. We still would speak to an old lady. Like, just for the – it was just to make her look really lonely and isolated, right? One of the things that my parents shared me, like there are some very um, early pictures of me with mm-hmm. John with with like a, a T-shirt which had like J-O-H-N and apparently they were kind of like the things that you would, you know, in the late 70s that kids wore. <laughs> but my parents also said to me that there was a lot of kidnappings and so forth because of those particular T-shirts because wow. – um, uh, people would come up and say John, and then of course you just sort of turn around, uh, or they, and or, you'd assume that they you knew them somehow. 
Exactly. Exactly. And of course, you know, you weren't always necessarily in those days um, directly hanging around your, your parents the, the whole sort of time. I mean, no, I'm you talking could be about like, for like five hours. Yeah. I'm talking about being like, you know, four or five sort of things, but they did tell me mm. yeah, that in that late seventies, there, there was a, a spate of all those sorts of things. So um, um, it certainly Ow. wasn't, it certainly wasn't as it, it little, probably a little bit more sinister than what it was like maybe in the late fifties and sixties, but um, yeah. anyhow, yeah. I digress. No, but that was great. I loved that. Yes, yeah, so that's happening, and then it, and then the montage continues with Marty Jackson, the sixteen-year-old, and he's um, he's sort of walking. Also, he's also walking and very pensive, and he's wearing his dark brown corduroy pants and his mustard jacket thrown over his shoulder, and um, his beautiful blue um, um, blow wave. He's got amazing hair as well. Like Before. I don't know how a six is Buffon. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. So he's walking around kind of like, oh, something's happening with him. And so then the montage ends with that amazing theme song that becomes the theme song for Prisoner at the end of the um, episodes. Yes. When I think it's like Anne Yates or one of the, the officers is locking up and that's the um, end credits. Um, and then we go into Frankie, who's threatening Karen Travers again. Um, you know, you've got to obey me and all this. And she's like, oh, this is great. And then... Um, you know, the next main thing is um, actually Karen Travers refuses at this point. She's called into Bill Jackson's office and quite funnily because he, he it's quite innocent, like he's not hidden on or anything, but she comes in and she's really uncomfortable around him, which I really liked. Like she's just kind of like making herself really small and sort of like hunched and she's just like not making eye contact with him. Like, and I'm like, yeah, you know he's a germ bag. <laughs> you know what I mean? And obviously she's had some rough times with men, so she's like, I don't trust this one, and, you know. Um, and she refuses better jobs in the prison. She does, She refuses a job in the library. Uh, she refuses a retrial at this point. Um, and you know what? I was just thinking she reminds me a bit of Audrey Hepburn. I feel like she was sort of trying to do that sort of um, that speech. You know yeah. how she has that kind of well-to-do? I feel like she was sort of doing a little bit of that and that she had the pixie cut like um, Audrey had in, was it Roman Holiday sort of thing? So there was yes. sort of that going on. Um, and then that kind of happens just so we know that Karen's, something's going on with her and she's not fighting for herself. Um, and then Frankie's working on her as well. Then Eddie rocks up. Eddie cooks, the electrician rocks up. Um, well, hang on. I do want to. Uh, he just rocks up at this point. Oh, not with the coat hanger? Uh, wait, let me have a look. Have, let me, uh, maybe I've got my stuff mixed up. Because, yeah, because Lizzie, it doesn't Lizzie. Because they have to find a reason. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have to find a reason. So Marilyn's trying to find a reason for Eddie to come back so she can um, help him rewire in the roof. And somehow she gets Lizzie in on it. And Liz <laughs> Lizzie... Opens the electric switch box with a coat hanger. <laughs> Just it she made has, me laugh. She hasn't so lost it much. yet. She hasn't lost her touch, right? And then Marilyn comes up and goes, Well, hurry up, what's taking you so long? And Lizzie's like, Oh, don't scare me. I've got a bad ticker. And Marilyn's like, Don't be silly, you've got the heart of an ox. <laughs> She's opening this bloody thing. Um, it's amazing. Um, her weak heart, her weak heart, she calls it. Um, so, she, so she, they obviously set off one of the fuses and make it a bit dodge. So something's not working. 
Um, so yes, that's right. So you've got that happening. Um, Bill Turd Jackson still refusing to leave work on time to speak to his son. Vin- Vera, though, at the same time, Meg's having a go and he's like, I-, I don't have the time. I can't leave. And he walks off. And then Vera <laughs> Vera walks up to Meg in the background and Trouble. talks. She goes, right? She's <laughs> such a she, she's such a stirrer. She she says to Meg, well, you know about the rumour about him, you know, get, getting around with the women prisoners. <laughs> and Meg just Meg just goes, um, what does she say? Uh, something like. Grow um, up, Vera. Oh, grow up, Vera, and flounces off. I'm like, are you? Are you kidding right now, Meg? So she's just in complete bloody denial. Or is she that naive? I don't know. She's just that loyal. She couldn't possibly imagine her bill doing she, that. She's as pure. A, yeah. um, a a human being, yes. Um, as as what uh, you know, if if that was how she was asked to portray Meg Jackson, yes. then she has yes. nailed it. No, you're absolutely right. And you know what? You like, I wouldn't do it. So how could anybody else? You know, um, exactly. which is fair. Um, so that happened, and then you know they, you know, they're stuffing around with the electric box to get Eddie back. Um, but in the meantime, something really interesting happens where. Vinegar tits, Vera. What does she do with Frankie at this point? Somehow she goes to she goes to Frankie in the laundry room. I've got something to show you. Come outside. I've got something to show you. Yep. And then when they're outside, you see them outside, and then you see the back of the paddy wagon is just sort of uh, you know in in the background, just sort of uh, slowly but surely coming up, and and it, it's it's almost like Vera is taunting her. Sort of saying, sort of saying, you know what? Like, um, ah, I see you're making a uh, a um, a play for for Top Dog. You wouldn't do that when B Smith was around. And of course, Frankie is denying that, saying, you know, I'm not scared of B. You know, I'll be uh, I'll be more than happy to tell it to her face that I'm not scared of her. I'll drop her or something like that. He goes, well, now's your chance. And then just her face just goes completely white as the yep. paddy wagon opens up, and who comes out? Especially legs, and the, yeah. <laughs> you see the crossed legs, <laughs> yes. And then, it, and then the camera just sort of goes up, and then you see her coming out, and her the the fiery red hair and the eyes, yeah. the Bea eyes comes of out steel, steel. And she's got that smirky, gleeful look, like here I am. And Frankie is is like. Holy hell. You see her, you see her soul leave her body. Like she has <laughs> completely frozen in fear. Um, and it's it's so funny because then when B gets processed through the, the prison, um Maggie's so disappointed. <laughs> like she's almost like treating B like a um like a student that's played hooky. Like she's just, oh well, we're going to do it my, our way. And she's just so she's just so annoyed, like you've ruined your chances, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then um then you see Vera continuing to stir up trouble and she's in with the governor going, you know, well, instead of isolating B, which is protocol, apparently when prisoners come in, we should put her straight back into the rooms with the other girls because, you know, even though we don't want top dogs in here and we shouldn't be saying there should be power plays between prisoners, she's way better than Frankie, right? Yeah. And so you kind of go, oh, okay, so she's trying to maybe keep peace, but really is she or is she just wanting them to fight? Like you never know. She wants Vera them to point. fight. This, I, fight, right? this is the whole thing with Vera is that mm-hmm. she loves to play them up against one another. She enjoys 
she enjoys the, the planning that you see yep. and you know and there are other screws uh later on in the episodes who do the same sort of thing but vera bennett mm -hmm. does it the best she is a manipulator yep. she is a planner she knows exactly how to um stir up trouble and she does it with a plomb it just you can tell she gets off on it and this is sort of where um the top well, dog is, struggle happens this, right this is kind of vera's element because outside yes. she has no man she, you know, that's sort of seen as a failure, um, uh, you know, by, I, I think even herself, she thinks is a failure. So she more than makes up for it inside the prison and almost takes out the frustrations of everyday life on the prisoners. Yes. Yep. She certainly does. And yeah, this is her way of getting, um, you know, a, a little bit of power like Absolutely. bullies do right you know they're actually out of control um and this is where so she starts off this kind of chain of events where you know um b knows b's like yeah you want me you just want us to fight you know what i mean and but beats also needs to take back top dog positions if she's going to give that up so um i just want to point out here though so so they're in the lunch room at this time they're having lunch and Bean and Frankie are eyeballing it. It's a right, it's a, what do they call it? One of those um standoffs. It's a, standoff. it's a it's a it's a standoff and they're eyeballing each other, Bean and Frankie, and everything's silent. And you're like, who's gonna get up and who's not gonna get up based on who they're backing? Frankie's um threatens Karen again, like I will do you in if you, you know, go with B at this point. Um, I just want to point out the amount of permed hair going on in this lunchroom is outstanding epic i love it i'm going to try and get a snapshot of it and put it on instagram for everyone it's just you the best. need to do it i will i will yep and the suspense this is such a suspenseful scene right because the lunch bell ends the face-off begins who's going to get up and, be, and it's, it's quite suspenseful i was like oh my god what's going to happen even though i know but the problem is frankie's a loose cannon right and she's actually getting really worked up and you actually see a tear roll down her face at one point um, because she's sitting and she wants people to remain sitting. B sitting, B sits for a bit and then slowly stands up and waits, doesn't break eye contact. And then slowly the other women start to stand up as well. And the majority of them stand up and um, with B and then they walk out. Hmm. Vinegar tits comes back in and says to Frankie, isn't it time you made a move? <laughs> Can you imagine an officer inciting a bloody riot? Yeah. And then, obviously, Frankie loses her volatile shit and just goes in crazy. So there's still a few women in there. So um, Karen Travis has remained um, Chrissy and um, Lizzie. Lizzie Birdworth's in there with her, which I was like, which you'd go, Really? But aren't you part of B's gang? You know what I mean? She just sits there in the background silently. Um, meanwhile, like you said, Eddie's up in the roof. Rewiring Marilyn. <laughs> Rewiring Marilyn. Sparks, Sparks are flying. Are flying. <laughs> Sparks are flying. Like, so they're still in there and he's kind of going, oh, no, is that a right balance? She's like, oh, well, don't worry about it. What's the point of going down there? You'll just get in trouble. So they stay up there like <laughs> idiots. Um, this is all Wouldn't happening. Wouldn't you go through going the on. roof? Wouldn't you just I mean, go through honestly, the roof? Honestly. Rolling around. 
um, yeah, and let's like there's so much asbestos up there, it can't be good for you. Um, so that's all happening, and then Meg's not there because what's her name? Rosie goes into labor a month early. Lynn, who's not eating, is there and is trying to help. She goes to find Meg because Meg was there. Meg has already gone to find help, accidentally comes in the other side of the um, break room and is stuck in the middle of Frankie's bloody um, uh, hostage situation. And now she's taken hostage. She is the hostage, yeah. She's the hostage. And worst case, bloody Chrissy who's having an affair with Bill, her husband, is there and she ties her up and stuff and it's just bloody awful and Meg looks terrified. So bloody good. Um, and while that's happening, B and all that had gone back to the laundry, right? But then they come running up to the other gate to try to, like, see what's happening and all that thing. And the run up to the gate reminds me of the Spice Girls in the wannabe film clip when they run up the stairs. <laughs> I'm so trying not to think of it. Oh, my God, it's so good. And so what happens? Basically, Frankie wants a showdown, doesn't she? Yes. And, um, yeah, she wants to exert. This is her chance for power. It's her chance. Um, it is, yeah, absolutely. Um, yep. yep. And, then, and, and in then, the meantime, though, we forget Karen has hidden scissors under a tea towel in the break room. Yes. And then um, is this is this where she um, unties uh, Meg? Um, yeah. So for, yeah, somehow Lynn also comes in to see what's going on, and Lynn and um, Lynn and Karen sort of work it out so that Karen goes and unties Megs and says, "Don't say that I did it," because obviously Correct. you know. But she's but they're clearly good people that are like I have nothing against the officers. Um, Meanwhile, while all this is happening, the two men in the office, in the um, centre, so the doctor and Bill Jackson, are holed up in the governor's office waiting to see what the message is. They don't go out there. They just stand in there hanging out until they're told Meg's been taken hostage. Mm. One of the the other things is is that I think uh, Bill asks Erica for um, assistance or, you know, shouldn't we get um, people from, um, yeah, people from, I don't know, Jika Jika or Barnhurst. Or that's it. Yeah, somewhere, yeah. Jika Jika. Jika may as well be. <laughs> it may is. have been. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Pentridge for, for those who don't know. Um, another, mm. uh, the, the real-life prison. <laughs> um, and, but Erica, and this is something that begins a whole lot of things with the department is they're worried about, you know, the public and, uh, and what's, uh, what the perception is. And, um, you know, it's, it's not worth, you know, this is something that we can uh, deal with ourselves, you know, and don't worry. It up a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. It's only a riot. The episodes. It's only a riot. <laughs> it's only a riot. <laughs> we'll lose public funding or whatever, or maybe because mm. a woman runs it, we don't want to look like we can't, you know, do the job we're not up to the task type thing but um yeah you're right so at this point they re- <laughs> it quickly flicks to bloody marty jackson who's at home who's waiting for his parents to rock up not realizing there's a bloody riot and he tries to call bill actually did try to call him i think and they kind of miss each other and then he yeah. smashes the family frame photo frame and walks out and he's just gone yeah how ironic was that um i know 
Meanwhile, Eddie's still in the roof with Marilyn and they realise there's an electrician missing somewhere on the property. Um, and then Bill, and then Bill's told, right? Bill, the doctor takes Rosie to hospital. Bill realises Meg's a hostage and runs down there. And he tries to negotiate with Frankie saying, if you do what, you know, if you release Meg, um, I'll vouch for you and say, wasn't you? And, you know, so you won't get in trouble and blah, blah, blah. And so, but B no is better B knows that this is like Frankie's actually going to cause some trouble here so it's almost like Frankie and all that are behind one cage screaming at everyone like chanting stuff and then you've got B and her girls on the other um behind the other bar so they sort of they're on an angle right so they, they can see each other but they can't quite reach each other because they're not what is it? it's not parallel it's the other one adjacent adjacent yes adjacent to each other but they're literally right there um it's sort of like a so, corner isn't it it's sort of like corner, a corner. Exactly. And they can sort of like grab each other if they can sort of grab each other in the corner. And yeah. And then on the other side, you've got the officers. Hmm. And one of the officers goes, <laughs> This bit kills me, man. So just open up the gate. One of the Yeah, one of the officers goes to open up the gate because Bill's in there and Bill's and so they are slowly opening Frankie's gate so Bill can get Meg. Um, they rush Bill, like they so they rush into that um little square. And like start like riding. One of the officers goes to open up the officer gate so they can get in and control it. Vinegar tit, Vera stops her from doing it. Yes, no. And stands there and smirks. And I've got photo of this. I've got proof of it. I'll put it on Instagram. Vera is smirking this whole time, enjoying herself immensely. And you know how we think, why the fuck is Lizzie? Why is Lizzie on bloody uh, Frankie's side? She didn't. She planted herself in there be part of B's plan, planted herself in there to help control the situation for B. So as soon as they're out, um, Lizzie pickpockets an officer, like maybe it's Meg, she pickpockets someone, gets keys, quickly unlocks B's gate, B comes out with her girls and it is on, on. for young and bloody old. It's just they're all in the fray and B's like, well, I'll know what will stop this and just thumps Frankie onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best and then all of a sudden what do we do we hear a um we hear a scream don't we yeah a blood-curdling scream is it it was is it lynn or is it um uh, it's Travis? lynn so yeah. lynn screams and then frankie sort of like looks up from the ground so you know it's not those two but what's happened at this point is that um we mentioned about uh karen travers uh, hiding the scissors under the tea towel in the in the confusion Somebody, somebody, we don't know who yet, has uh, stabbed Bill Jackson with the Jackson scissors. in the chest. Yeah. And he's kind of like just lying there like. And it, it, it reminded me of Cluedo. Yeah, I don't know if you've played yeah. Cluedo. You know, <laughs> yes. it's, it's like, yep. I, you know, yes. Colonel Mustard, you know, in the mustard suit, you know, killed Mrs. Green with the, with the candlestick yes. In, yes. in the conservatory. Yes. Well, this was, you know, so-and-so has killed Bill Jackson in the prison with the scissors, you with, know. With the fabric scissors. <laughs> yeah. And it's, um, and then, yeah, and it's just, you just kind of like, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, fair enough. And then. Meg, does, what does Meg do? She's crying. She's like, now look what you've done. Something are you like satisfied? Are you satisfied? Yeah, you've got what <laughs> you want. So, exactly. So by, so at this point, I'm pretty sure it's not B, it's not Frankie, and it's definitely not Lynn because 
there to, you know, you see them thumping each other and Lynn screaming and you just know Lynn wouldn't do it. So who the bloody hell has killed Bill Jackson and made Meg a widow? And where the hell are they? Well, where the hell is their bloody son? Well, we have to find out all of that in episode four. Right? It's, there's so much going on. I'm this just like, all well, will like, be revealed. You know what? It's almost like, yeah. And you know what, though? There's so much going on. You could literally, um, you could um, drag this out for another 690 episodes. <laughs> 689 <laughs> episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it was great. I loved this episode. The short scenes, there was three major things going on. And, um, I really liked it. I liked I liked the um the riot and I I liked that sort of top dog thing because I like watch I go this there's no way in hell I would be top dog if I went into I don't have that personality oh, I, I would be you reckon <laughs> 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 I don't know I feel like I'd just be like the um I don't know if I'd be the um the operator in the background like maybe I'd be a Lizzie mm-hmm. I've got the cackle I've got the cackle like Lizzie I don't know I don't feel like I'd be able to handle beating people up and maybe I would if I was in prison. I don't, I don't think I could. Prison, you know, the chance prison like, changes you, Yvonne. I mean, prison changes you. I don't know. I, I like to think of it. I'm like, I don't know what I would do. I don't think I, – I feel like I'd be like the Doreen or the Lizzie. I'd be like sort of the follower and be like, yeah, I'll help you out. Or would I just keep to myself? I'd probably just keep to myself. Maybe I'd be more of a mum. You'd be sort of like, you know, the like we, we start to see some of the characters who actually say nothing – but are in yeah. there all the way right to the end, you know? Yes, that's me. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one particular woman too who's in it the whole way. She doesn't have a speaking line for like the whole time. Yeah, you, you, and you just see it and it's like like talking, but no, you know, just in the background yeah. and like yeah. just sort of acting badly. She's but, so. miming um, watermelon, 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 watermelon. Apparently that's what they used to do. <laughs> Silently made them look like they were talking. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in later episodes, I think they yep. they they actually referred to it's like B might go. Is one of them Tina? I think it says yeah. Tina. Tina, come and over here. And the, then she just yeah, and they just like, <laughs> yeah, and she just moves over. It's like yes, B. Like just or she just snaps her fingers and she gets out of the chair and gives her the chair. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, good. Just looks looks at them and just moves with her hand. Then they have to move and then B sits down. <laughs> Can you imagine? Amazing. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah, oh, such an amazing scene. So, episode four is going to be even better. Yeah, yeah. We'll get so, to the conclusion. Yeah, so I think we've just about hit everything. I think this was um, well. There hasn't we've three episodes in. There hasn't been a bad one, but this one is where there's so much yep. soap opera type of stuff oh, going yeah. on, and it's just like, man, uh, give me more, give me more. I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah, and we're having a hard time. We're just saying we're having a hard time. Um not continuing down the rabbit hole of just like watching 10 of them because then we won't be able to remember what we're talking about on the episodes and we'll get them messed up so we just have to like we just have to like bar ourselves we have to show episodes we have to show you know some form of like restraint restraint that is just you know so hard man to put ourselves (laughs) behind bars It's just so easy to get the episodes now. I'm just like, oh, maybe I'll just watch one more. Oh my God. But no, I won't. I won't do it. We'll just um we'll just start, we'll just continue to text each other insults, like prisoner insults throughout the week to get through it. You bastard. You had to do it, didn't you? <laughs> you did it to yourself. 
so good. <laughs> well, I hope I can't you wait for that episode. You I bastard. hope you right, you bastard. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, swear, swearing and insults. It was, it, you know, it's one of those things where you don't get um, offended. You just feel, yeah, you know, it's yes. just it, it, it's just done so perfectly. Um, but we'll Best. get to that. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've already yeah, heard yeah. Chrissy Latham call Bill. Jackson, oh, you bastard! When he, you when boss. he, uh, yeah, you bastard! And yeah, and vinegar, uh, Vera calling um Frank in uncouth slut as well. Jesus! <laughs> and slags, they get called and slags. slags. That's yeah. a good one too. We've, we've really already heard all of that sort of stuff. Um, yep. Uh, we referred to uh, Frankie as uh, dykes and uh, all you dykes that are stuck. All That's you dykes are the same. Language. And, uh, yeah, exactly. But that was but that was that what was, it was. That, yeah, and we're be dealing better now. And we're dealing with people who are not your everyday um, no, models, right. of, models of society. So um, no, you're right. No, morals, you're absolutely right. Morals give way to survival, and um, and insults and so forth are a way of um, manipulating people's behaviors and emotions, and that's how you get people. Um, uh you know yeah put him in a certain place well it's all it's done in the even in the corporate world isn't it you know like um if you if if you make a deal um Mm -hmm. and you know you you don't go out to physically hurt someone you go out to morally hurt them and behaviorally hurt them so and this is and you know when you don't have weapons and so forth um and with uh you know solitary confinement uh being, uh, being, you know, the big threat that it is, um, that's all you got. And yep. uh, the the ones who have the best manipulation skills are the ones that are going to get through prison. And, well, it yep. went worth anyhow. <laughs> more, yeah, less, less, more unscathed than the others anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I reckon we leave it there. Yep. And uh, Great. let's let's come back next week for another two episodes where we'll look at uh, episodes four and episodes five. Excellent. Can't wait. And, you know, I'm just hanging off the edge of my seat. Who, 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 who killed Bill? And what, <laughs> what what's going to be? Kill Bill, did you get that? <laughs> good call. I love it. That was really good. I wish I came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> Just rolled off Brilliant. the tongue. Okay. Um, so thanks very much. Thank you, Yvonne. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, yep. we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Ta-ta.